The Chicago Bears take on the Philadelphia Eagles in the city of brotherly love this weekend as they are going to come out of their bye, hopefully swinging. We've seen what these Bears do with a mini bye. Now they've got a full bye to work with, even without a complement of receivers. But speaking of, Jeff, let's talk about what's going to happen when the Bears have the ball. Interestingly enough, this defense is going to be to, going to look awfully familiar. It's a major evolution, or at, le- at the very least, it's a different style of the Fangio defense. The Eagles play a ton of the same Fangio-style coverages in a similar 3-4, where they're making brand and Graham fit given that he's more of a standard defensive end but with sweet edge rushers like Hassan Reddick and Josh Sweat who are having a very very good season is it really going to surprise you that even with corners like J- like uh, Bradbury who look I could go down the laundry list of very good players on this defense on a team Jeff that's playing 12 and 1 but at the end of the day it is a defense that is the best defense in the NFL against the pass especially on later downs so lucky for the Bears that they don't have anyone wide receivers and that they're going to be attacking on the ground where the Eagles haven't been. They haven't been bad, but they haven't been great either. Justin Fields, obviously an electric running threat has to be the difference in this one. Unfortunately, as he and Khalil Herbert, two of the most explosive runners in the NFL by almost any metric across the league are going to need to be able to generate chunk yardage. If they're going to keep up with an Eagles offense that will likely score, but overall Jeff, it's a Fangio style defense going up against a def- or an offense that has been developed developing its running game for the last three weeks midweek. So uh, it is actually the bears hitting the Eagles where it will hurt a little bit because I imagine they'll stay away from the pass. What are you seeing statistically? Well, Rob, I just want to say this game is in Chicago. So the bears do have the home field advantage here. Uh, There is 178 yards per game passing given up by this Eagles defense. You kind of mentioned that earlier that they're very good against the pass, particularly in late downs. But that number is particularly impressive to me when you consider the fact that the Eagles are 12 and one, meaning that they have been playing in front of a lot of games where you would think that they're giving up some garbage uh, yards to the air. Nothing comes easy against this Eagles secondary. This is an incredibly good secondary. And like you said, the Bears are going to be missing their top targets in this one. Uh, Obviously, Darnell Mooney's on the shelf for the year. Who is Justin Fields actually going to throw to, right? So you don't really know if there's going to be able to be any kind of balance. I really think that that leads into the matchup here. I'm going to say it's Cody Whitehair against Fletcher Cox, number 91, veteran, great defensive tackle, one of the better defensive tackles in the league for a very long time. He's a really good player. I want to see if the Bears can move the football on the ground. It's going to have to be a veteran like Cody Whitehair holding his own against a really good player like Fletcher Cox. Um, that's that's what I'm looking at because I just don't see a lot of opportunities for success through the air for Justin Fields and this you know ragtag unit that they're going to throw out there at the receiving core. What about you? What's your matchup of the week? Well, I can't help but think that it comes down to anybody other than Justin Fields and or Khalil Herbert carrying the ball, trying to get past TJ. Is Herbert playing, Robert? Hmm? Is Herbert playing? He's going to get activated off of IR, isn't he? Okay. I've just made the assumption that he and Goddard are playing. So if they don't know that I have made that assumption, okay, okay. that they'll be that they will be activated off of IR healthy and play and that it's gamesmanship up to that point. So those two trying to get around TJ Edwards, the uh, or the linebacker is going to me to be the difference. The Bears need to try to make these five yard runs into nine yard runs. They need to stretch things just a little bit. Sure, Jeff, I would love it if Fields had another 155 yard game complete with another 50 plus yard touchdown 
who wouldn't? But I have a feeling the Eagles are going to play a lot of quarters, a lot of t- cover two, a lot of two high shell, a lot of defense that keeps everything in front of them to try to keep Justin Fields gashing on the run from hurting them that badly so i would imagine the bears are going to need to make this a game of continuing to move the chains thankfully that's actually an area they've been pretty good at with one of the better third down efficiencies in the nfl we'll see if they can keep it up against defense this good but truly jeff this is a this eagles defense is built to take advantage of pass happy offenses and make them play the run patiently and they're going up against the only offense in the nfl that would rather run the ball than throw it anyways so i'm curious to see if they schematically adjust but on the other side of the ball jeff i think that this matchup between the bears defense and the eagles offense is going to ultimately be what potentially hurries up the bears offense and creates chaos on the other side because jeff as much as we could break down scheme here with the bears running what can sometimes be a chaotic variant of a bunch of cover two and cover one schemes and a couple weeks ago was a somewhat stale version of the same thing the real key to me jeff is the matchups where i'm not certain that a single bears defender is better than the offensive player across from them jalen johnson you could pick your poison is he better than aj brown aj brown is going off this year is he better than Devonte smith Devonte smith's one of the best receivers in the nfl jaquan brisker going up again i'm assuming dallas goddard's gonna play i like brisker goddard is one of the best tight ends in football this Eagles offense Jeff is loaded they run a wonderful RPO stretch scheme that looks basically like if you took Matt Nagy's intended offense infused it with a little bit of Shanahan uh, concepts and built it around a running quarterback in Jalen Hurts they have been refining this thing the entire season they're as balanced as it gets and when they do run the ball it's a lot of those Shanahan concepts I mean this is a team that feels like from a schematic perspective Jeff they have it all right they are building around their players they look good doing it and they've made things as easy as possible for a quarterback in Jalen Hurts that looks very good this year what are you seeing from stats do you find anything a little more hopeful for the beloved no, it's so they're so good, Robert. They're so balanced. They can run the football. They can pass the football. If something's being taken away, they can just shift in the game. They're incredible in terms of their balance. But what I find most impressive, and this is amongst an impressive list of stats, is their turnover differential. It's the best in the league. The turnover differential is the number of t- giveaways minus the number of takeaways, right? All right, number of takeaways minus the, the number of giveaways. They're number one in the league in takeaways. They're number one in the league in terms of giveaways, in ter- in, meaning that they have the fewest giveaways in the league. So they're playing opportunistic defense and 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 shutting people down and, and ending games because of that. And But they're also taking care of the football, which means that they run the ball well, of course, but Jalen Hurts isn't putting it in harm's way. And But they're still producing good offense from their passing game. So it's a really impressive balance attack that takes care of the football and takes it away on the other side. I mean, that's a Super Bowl type stat. It's a it's really impressive. It's not anything that the Bears uh, are, are going to get lucky from. They they, they really don't uh, put the ball in harm's way. Uh, for me, I'm I, I mean, where are you going to go uh, when you're so outmatched? I kind of want to see if Jack Sanborn versus Jalen Hurts in the run game. Maybe maybe they can try to control a little bit of the sp- explosive runs on the other side. You know, again, the Eagles have a quarterback much like. 
much like Justin Fields, who can make a difference with his legs. He's a little bit more of a powerful runner, doesn't have the speed that Justin Fields has, but he's an impressive runner with the football as well. Maybe Sam Bourne can kind of keep him uh, contained a little bit. That's my matchup. What about you? So my matchup is going to be kind of a two-parter. I'm very excited to see Jalen Johnson match up against A.J. Brown, where a la uh, Charles Tillman and Megatron. I'm well aware that none of those players are the same. A bigger, longer corner that likes to play press like Jalen Johnson does will match up better against a bigger, taller, more physical receiver like AJ Brown. But when the script flips, Jeff, and they work to get Deon or De- uh, when they work to get Smith on Jalen Johnson, I expect the matchup to go the exact other direction where I don't expect Jalen to be able to keep up with Smith's quick feet and the way that he works to get open because it's just not how Jalen plays the game. So those Eagles receivers, those dynamic duo against Jalen Johnson is somewhere where if the Bears are going to make the uh, the Eagles offense uncomfortable, it has to start there. I don't think they have the juice anywhere else. All right, man. Well, that's a 10 minute drill. Let's we did it in 10 minutes. Let's nice. move on. Let's move on to overtime. We tied it up. Let's move on to overtime and let's talk a little prop bets. Perfect. So, so Robert, I have selected some prop bets that I think that you would like. Uh, and I want to hear your thoughts because now so, you're you're the pro. I can't help but think that the Justin Fields uh prop bets, I, I would not be I would personally take the over on his rush yards and I probably will this weekend because I think that the the Bears are being put in a position where they have to run the ball and I do think Fields is electric enough to make a man miss and I think what we have seen so far JB we've seen this in the Lions game we've seen this in the Packers game we've seen this all throughout the season so far the these teams will come out and they will prepare for Justin Fields by putting in this case it's Gardner Minshew on scout team and then you face the genuine article and his speed just beats you a few times you can't practice for Justin Fields you can plan but you can't practice for Justin Fields but his passing yards I'm taking the under Jeff I mean I would love for him to surprise me but this is an Eagles defense that is too good at stopping the pass too good at pressuring the passer this feels like a game where a lot of Bears opportunity or a lot of Bears passing opportunities will become scrambles and a lot of their passing attempts will go awry so it wouldn't surprise me if they get away from the pass altogether and just try to win this thing on the ground so long as they don't get spaced out what do you think jeff yeah i don't i don't where are the yards going to come from right like i don't who's he going to throw to you know maybe cole Komet. so you look at cole Komet's 35 and a half maybe might be the only real relevant uh receiving option here so it does feel like a little high for for cole Komet. i mean he's going to need a few catches to get get there that's kind of tough for me um i'm going to go under on chicago bears sacks uh, that's a good idea not, they have not uh, rush the passer well at all this year uh, but you have to take into account that the Eagles offensive line is the strength of a very good team they have a very very good offensive line I think that they do a good job of protecting Jalen Hurts it's hard for me to see the Eagles needing to put the mm-hmm. ball in the air much and so I think that they'll have uh, a low number of pass attempts to begin with mm-hmm. to I don't go, see the Bears keep- getting home twice to keep going on this, I I actually think David Montgomery isn't going to crack 56 yards in this game. It's a good enough rushing defense, but it's mostly because of load, right? It wouldn't surprise me if this is a game. Look, Jeff, there's a couple ways this thing could turn, but it would take 
probably 18 attempts for David Montgomery to crack 56 rushing yards unless he breaks a big one. And especially since I think Herbert is going to be playing, there's less chance of him getting enough attempts to break that number. Jalen Hurts' passing touchdowns feels like an easy mark. I could be silly. Maybe he or like maybe he runs a couple of them in, but it wouldn't surprise me if Jalen Hurts counts for what do you think is fair? At least three touchdowns, uh, 230 passing yards literally always feels high to me, especially when you've got a dual threat quarterback that could account for 350 yards while still only collecting 220 yards on or like through the air. So I might avoid that one altogether. I'm not saying under, I'm saying I might just avoid that one. But then when it comes to like Miles Sanders picking up the rushing yards, I bet you the Eagles account for 140 rushing yards, but I don't know who's going to account for them. Fields has been good enough at wiggling out of sacks that two could be all the sacks that they get. They could, hit fields four times, like four losses, but two of them could be sacks and two of them could be those plays you've seen, Jeff, where he just squeaks out one yard and technically it's not a sack anymore. Are there any else on this board that you would look at and you would say, I feel like we're, I would bet this, or are are there a bunch of these things where it's like, I think I know where I'd go here, but I'm not certain. So I would actually wait and see if uh, you get a bet on Jalen Hurts to um, pass and rush touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So, so they might change that, and it'll be like a two and a half. That 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 I would probably go over. Um, I think he would potentially account for more of that. You know, the Bears are not good at stopping the run. They just they haven't been all year. You know, they've been a little bit better than abysmal of late, right? They've been able to kind of come up the rankings a little bit, but. Um, I, I kind of like this Miles Sanders, but that's probably the one that I would take the over on. I think that they've they've shown that they're willing to give him enough carries and and he, he's explosive enough that he can he can break a couple chunk. The Spryer backs are killing the Bears like I love Jack Sanborn. I think Jack Sanborn looks like an outrageously productive UDFA and he's a lot of fun to watch. I mean, he plays with a lot of heart as much as we would joke about that, Jeff. It's real and it's fun to watch. He's not the fastest cat out there. And so a guy like Sanders, a, a player like Tony Pollard, the faster running back mold, Raheem Mostert, is going to give Sanborn a little bit more trouble. And I don't think Nick Morrow is going to catch him either. <laughs> so we'll see. But like you're saying, I mean, Jeff, all it takes is one 35-yard run and 10 more attempts to usually crank out about 70 yards on the ground against these Bears. All right, let's leave it there on the 10-minute drill, Robert, uh, with the overtime there with the with the prop bets. Uh, appreciate everybody joining in. We'll be back next week with Buffalo. Yes, we will. 